Hey there, lifestyle, clothing optional thrill seekers. Ed and Phoebe here, and we've got a spicy announcement. Brace yourselves for Libertine Events 2024, the ultimate takeover experience, and it's gonna be wild. Find your tribe with Libertine Events, where you have access to private group chats, host-run seminars, and event surprises around every corner. Dive into the sultry world of Miami Vices this May, but hurry quick. It's already 70% sold out. You don't want to miss this opportunity to hang out with hosts like We've Got a Thing, Casual Swingers, Hump Day Quickies, and Expansive Connection, along with the driving force behind the whole event, Wanderlust Swingers. Save the dates in October because Libertine Events is bringing the heat to San Antonio with Senses 2024. We'll be there, as well as Average Swingers, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, Casual Swingers, Expansive Connection, DJ Life of Spice, and of course, Wanderlust Swingers. Be sure to use promo code SWINGERU, S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U, when you purchase your tickets to spice up your experience and support Swinger University. Once again, that's promo code SWINGERU. S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U at checkout. Get your tickets by clicking on the link in the show notes or visiting swingeruniversity.com slash libertine. You're listening to Swinger University with Ed and Phoebe. Bringing you an educational podcast about swinging. Here are your hosts, Ed and Phoebe. Today we're talking about drinking and drugs in the lifestyle. Do you need it to play? How do you use it to enhance your experience? If you overdo it, what's it going to do to your evening out? We asked you a question in the intro. That's a very good question to ponder. Do you need a mood enhancer to have sex with other people? Ed? Absolutely not. I'm happy to have sex with people anytime <laughs> they want to have sex with me. <laughs> I do not require alcohol or drugs to put me in the mood. As a matter of fact, I probably need something to keep me out of the mood <laughs> a little damper maybe a cold shower would be better our first two to three years we played completely sober when we first started getting into the lifestyle maybe a drink but pretty much nothing yeah well one it was very expensive when we first started getting into it because there was the the costumes or the style of dress fancy dresses you know what i'm talking about and then the cost of getting in and then the drinks and then if you stay at a hotel and you have to drive somewhere etc 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 so it all adds up and we were going to parties every month which right. also added up right but as we became more comfortable we relaxed into that social aspect without that fear of the unknown still it's smart to be safe and aware and for men 
especially they don't want to drink too much because it affects performance. Yeah, that that thing yeah. that we have to have working in order for the whole thing <laughs> to kind of work. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's kind of a a disadvantage yeah. from the man's perspective because you know, women can get as drunk as they want to be, not that there's anything sexy about that, but it doesn't affect their performance right. per se. Like they can giggle and laugh and roll around and mm-hmm. still have sex, but uh, no penis, no play. Exactly. So for you, not so great. And for women, we're fine unless we overdo it. And if we're too drunk, then we're just not attractive anymore. Yeah, it's just not fun having sex with a woman who's just not there. Right. They're just checked out. You might as well have a blow-up doll. That's not nearly as much fun. I know. <laughs> I can tell you. So we're going to go through the list of common drugs that we've run across in the lifestyle. Alcohol, cannabis, cocaine, MDMA, ketamine. We don't endorse the use of these drugs, illegal or legal, as they range from Schedule 1 to Schedule 3, which is a felony conviction if found in your possession. But we are providing the sources of our research in our notes and on our website. Of course, if you feel like you have an addiction, please reach out to the Center for Substance Abuse Treatment on their 24-hour hotline, 1-800-662-HELP or drugrehab.com has an awesome website. Definitely. We were a little nervous about recording this episode because we didn't want it to sound like we were selling drugs. Right. It's really more of an informational episode about this is some of the stuff that we've seen. And lately, probably over the last year we've seen Mm -hmm. more of it than we had before and we have heard anecdotally that the use or abuse of drugs in the lifestyle has increased Mm -hmm. in the last few years that it it didn't used to be a thing and now it's even more of a thing than it used to be right so let's start with the uh the first one the benefits of a buzz or a bomb too Wait. much, right? What What is too much and, and, and how What's, much to have? Right. So alcohol. Go for it. Yeah. Common. Alcohol, it's very common. If you're an adult, age 21 and over, you can walk into pretty much any store anywhere in the country and buy it. Uh, if you're in some states, you can buy lower uh, alcohol by volume beverages like Beers in Colorado, for example, are like a 3%. But you can buy it anywhere, pretty much either at a liquor store or at the grocery store. Yep. It's a mood-changing depressant in small doses. It acts as a stimulant, so you get a little happy. Mm-hmm. And um, for women, it can make us feel horny and sexually confident. Right. It'll relax you a little bit. It lowers your inhibitions and makes you feel a little bit more social, often Mm -hmm. referred to as a social lubricant. Right. It uh, 
it can enhance your current mood, making you either more happy or more depressed or more aggressive. So depending on, and you've everybody's heard this before, what kind of drunk you are, mm-hmm. it, it'll bring one. out yeah. that aspect of your personality. I love you, man. I'm personally a flirty drunk. Oh, and, yes. And as I drink more, oh yes, it can be a little excessive sometimes. <laughs> and I'm sure it's fun to watch. Flirty. <laughs> very flirty. As we spoke about earlier, it does reduce a man's ability for an erection. It tends to slow down your body functions and reactions. So you want to be careful if you're in a situation that you aren't familiar with or perhaps don't feel safe in. And most importantly, and this comes into the lifestyle in general, and that is you may say things, you may say yes to things that you aren't really comfortable with if you weren't drinking. Your inhibitions are lower. You're going to say yes. Now, that's probably why a lot of people use it because they're a little timid, they're a little shy, and they want to jump that gap to the other side, which is, okay, I'm compliant now. And I'll say, you know, it, it, it's uncomfortable to be at a party where everyone's drinking and you're not. Everyone knows that and they've yeah. done it. It's uncomfortable to be in a situation you're not familiar with and you don't know what to expect. So drinking helps with that. And that's fine. We chose not to do that in the first two to three years because we really didn't know what was going to happen. We figured people were going to attack us at the door (laughs) and drag us over to a bed and we'd have no choice. We had no idea how, how that all really plays out. So we were very, very comfortable and can relax into having a social drink when we're with other people. Definitely. At a swinger event. And the last event that we went to, to kind of give the the opposite effect of that, there was a large quantity of people who were drinking and most of them were unattractive because of the quantity of alcohol that they were drinking. This was a couple right. of parties ago. Right. And we walked around the room and we looked at everybody and we said, yeah, we're just not really interested. <laughs> not, no. It's just. There's a point where it isn't sexy anymore. Right. Right. Yeah. They just, they repeat themselves. It becomes a little irritating. They're not saying anything that's even engaging or sexy. They just Mm -hmm. ramble. And it's like, I want to make eye contact and I want you to be saying dirty things to me (laughs) and mean it. Because that's hot. (laughs) Anyway. All right, cannabis can make you horny, apparently, according to some of our friends, and increase your sense of touch. It also reduces your inhibitions. Uh, Some people say your orgasms may seem weaker, but some say you feel more sensual. I can't speak to this, uh, but we do have some friends that say orgasms are off the charts, is it a specific bud? I don't know. Maybe it's 
maybe it's a combination of that type of bud with that type of genetic makeup in that individual. It's all very different and chemical interrelated. Yeah. Men may not feel the same orgasmic sensation or they may have a delayed ejaculation response. It can make you feel more withdrawn, less interested in sex too. So it can have the opposite effect of what you really want. The interesting thing is there's no clear science. There've not been any kind of long-term studies or, or scientifically validated studies on what the effects are with THC, CBD on our chemistry. And it, it it's pretty hard to point to any one particular peer-reviewed article that says this is the effect or this strain and this effect. Want an adventure that will give you memories for a lifetime? We've been on three bliss cruises and they were filled with daily sexy activities, great conversations, evening theme parties, and exciting memories. There's something for everyone, no matter where you are in your lifestyle journey. All are welcome. Book your cruise through our link and create your unforgettable experience, moments, and smiles. Visit swingeruniversity.com forward slash vacations and book your trip today. If you happen to live in a state where cannabis is legal and you want to do some additional research, Reddit is a great place to go to to get some additional information. Honestly, I think half the people said cannabis makes you horny as fuck. Some of them said it doesn't. Half of them said it gives you a cuddle flip act. Half of them say it doesn't. So it really is something that if you choose to experiment with, you know. Expect to have wildly different results from anybody else who's also taking it. Right, and certainly don't experiment the night that you're going to go right. play because these these swinger parties, I mean, they happen, but I mean, they don't. The well, opportunity doesn't always come along. And when the moment strikes and the stars align and you're at a party, this is the last thing you want to be experimenting with for the first time. So Exactly. It, you can you can do your own research on indicas and sativas and and all of that and how they affect your body. Apparently too much can make you sick. So and knock you out for the evening. Yeah. Experiment if you want it's legal in your state then you know you've got an opportunity to do so absolutely what did i did i cover any did i miss anything no that was that that that's pretty much it i mean that the real crux of this is because you're introducing chemicals into your body your hormones and chemistry is going to react differently than any other person so, I mean, we've all seen the commercials for Zalaxone probiotic, oh, and they say oh. results may vary. Right. So, I mean, that's with pharmaceutical grade whatever. Right. 
And the, the, the long and short of it is taking that pill, drinking that whatever is going to affect you differently. So why would something that is being passed around by non-scientists going to be any more or less consistent in the experience that it delivers? Not to mention, or actually I am going to mention, you have a whole host of other chemicals going on during that moment. Oh, yeah. Your adrenaline and all the other things, <laughs> forgetting what they are. But all your endorphins, all of that is so amped up in that moment. It's going to make anything else that you're on react differently. Yes. Okay. Enough of cannabis. Cocaine. We have some friends that take cocaine. Apparently sex is fabulous on cocaine. I have no idea. There was even a song about it. Uh, cocaine sex is fast and effective. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not it's, hear that song. Uh, it's an 80s song. Oh, what? I missed yeah. it. It can make you feel horny and more sexually confident with more stamina. But... It lowers your inhibitions, which could lead to unsafe Safe. sex, which pretty much happens with all of the substances we've right. talked about so far. <laughs> the, I mean, cocaine is a painkiller. Um, most of the numbing agents and local anesthetics that you take are a cane type, lidocaine, novocaine. All of those have a very similar effect. They're kind of a numbing agent. So... It's going to have this pain-killing effect, so you may damage your delicate parts and not even be aware. Yeah, so that rough sex that you're having may feel good today, but not so much tomorrow. <laughs> right. And based on the party that we had last weekend, Holy when shit. I was not on cocaine because I... Don't do cocaine. I don't even know where to get cocaine from. I was so sore. Right. And I don't even think I had that much sex, but I was sore. Oh, you had a lot of sex. <laughs> I think it's the condoms. Yeah, that, that doesn't help either. That little ridge lying around the top, it just rubs Plus the every... rubber kind of squeegees everything out. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not, not the, best. the best. I know. But that's why we have each other, honey. <laughs> exactly. Uh, downsides to cocaine ed are problems getting a hard on. <laughs> My favorite problem to have in a situation where that's the only reason to have a hard on. Uh, exactly. Difficult coming and less sex drive. Hmm. That's a trifecta for a great evening, right oh, there. There's a party right there. Uh, this is all related to, to dose, length of time, how you react to it. Once again, chemistry. Right. If you failed chemistry in high school, you probably shouldn't be experimenting. Anyway, now one of the, the, the favorites. This yeah, one this... is probably the one that we've seen most often besides alcohol. Mm -hmm. I would say this is the second favorite that we run across, which is my least favorite just because... People don't tend to be very present, and they don't remember the sex they had with me. So I take a little yeah, offense to this one. We've got stories about that. Yeah. So MDMA. 
also known as ecstasy or molly. They're a little different. Ecstasy is a powder pressed into a tablet, and molly allegedly is a pure part pure powder in a capsule. Because ecstasy's powder doesn't bind well into a tablet, they use other fillers and active ingredients to maintain its shape, which can intensify the ecstasy experience, apparently. And Molly, actually, who knows where you're getting it or how you're getting it or how pure it is, but a CNN article found that only 13% of Molly seized in New York between 2014 and 2018 was actually MDMA. So you're probably getting a lot of other chemicals in your Molly, which I'm sorry. I mean, I don't, I don't take those types of risks with my, uh, with my body, my temple. (laughs) But if that's your thing, then that's your thing. Yeah. We've all seen the movies where the the drug dealers are cutting their drugs to thin them out and make more profit and, there's no reason that any street dealer wouldn't be doing the same thing to maximize their profits maximize at your expense. Bottom line. Yeah. So it's interesting because uh, Molly boosts uh, these three chemicals that are naturally produced in your brain, dopamine, serotonin, and norepinephrine. Now, what's interesting is it, it lasts for about three to six hours. You feel chill, energetic. You kind of loosen up a little bit. And you kind of feel this like love and affection feeling even for complete strangers. So this, of course, works really well at parties when you want to meet new people and you don't want to feel inhibited. Right. Um, Just like anything, you can build up a tolerance to it. And this is where it starts to get bad. Not that the other things couldn't have bad side effects, but... It starts to get really dangerous when you mix it with other things. Mm-hmm. So if you're on antidepressants or you take a stimulant, cocaine, speed, crystal meth, or another popular drug that's used in the lifestyle all the time, Viagra and Viagra type drugs. So mixing your Molly and your little <laughs> blue pills is really dangerous. Yeah. So... And this yeah. this is the, the real kicker, and this is the one that we've experienced a lot. Mixing it with alcohol deadens the effect. But it also, from what we've heard from the people who have taken it, is you tend to drink more. Oh, yeah. Which causes basically the effect of being blackout drunk, even though you're still walking around, having sex, doing right. whatever. That makes sense because it deadens the effect. You drink more, then you have this lack of memory. Oh, my gosh, which makes me so frustrated because I've been on the receiving end of people not remembering having sex with me. And then they have, I feel so bad for them because they have no memory of what a great time 
they had with right. me and with other people. Right. So what's the fucking point of right. going to a swinger party? Of a, the stars align. I said this before. The stars align. You get your ass there. You spend three hours getting ready. I know I'm exaggerating. Okay, it's two. But then you can't remember anything about the party. Really? Yeah. Well, here's a really specific story. Mm. There have been two men that we won't name, but... Yes, I know those two. We know exactly which two men these are. (laughs) One of which, the last time we saw him, introduced himself again, and you've had sex with him three times. Uh I don't know. That's how bad this can affect (sighs) your memory. I don't get it. Like, uh, if you've uh, got to be that high to have sex that you don't even remember having sex, why are you having sex? Well, and the more you use it, the more it impairs your long-term memory. So that probably had something to do with it, too. Yeah. So once again, why even bother being in the lifestyle or doing this hobby if you can't even enjoy or remember the pleasure of the hobby? Absolutely. Uh, Makes no sense to me. Here's the final MDMA story or Molly story. Good friend of ours. Been to his house parties a bunch of times. Really nice guy. Great personality. We find out one night that he's using Molly and drinking. Didn't seem like he was using excess. I I don't. Yeah. And of course, I don't know this at the time. Right. We find out later. You find all this out later. There's... There's a couple at the party who's just getting into the lifestyle. The mood hits them. They finally get warmed up. They start playing with more people. It's a great night. They get so into it that all of us are having sex. And it's a great time. I mean, it's it's just fun. We all had a great time. And some people took photos. They allowed them to take photos. Right. And that becomes important later in the Hours later, this guy comes back downstairs. He'd gone upstairs to do something. Maybe he took a nap or something. Came back down and was like, I really want to have sex with you, he says to Phoebe. She looks at him point blank. We had sex. He's like, no, we didn't. Mm -hmm. Yes, we did. And he's like, and you had sex with her, too. What? We had to show him. We showed him pictures. He had no, no recollection. Like none. zero. It, it's like the whole night got wiped out for this guy. Yeah. So here it was. We had a four couple orgy in this guy's living room. We banged the shit out of everybody. Yeah. It was a great time. I mean, just naked. Awesome crazy sex yeah all over the living room (laughs) yeah it was awesome (laughs) and he comes back downstairs from a nap and goes hey when are we gonna start the party yeah i know what a shame that's that's pointless that's really absolutely pointless that's really it did give us a great story yes but he got nothing out of it no so if you enjoy short-term memory loss (laughs) And loss of entire <laughs> evenings. And if you really don't want to remember who you're having sex with, we highly recommend Molly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. With a 
tequila chaser. Oh my gosh. Okay. Ketamine. <laughs> we've heard of some friends of friends using it. I I have no idea if anyone we've ever played with have used it. Yeah, this is. Uh, I I don't. I've never been around anyone that's said they that they've done it, but. Yeah, it this this floats, is a, an interesting one. It floats around in the the community of nurses and doctors a little more often, I think, than than not. Probably easier for them to get. Uh, yeah, and you know, it has a dissociative, hallucinogenic effect on you. It distorts your perception for lights and sounds. Uh, kind of detaches you from reality. It's a big rave drug yeah yeah along with the ravers this is also a big rave drug nightclubs bars parties music festivals etc rave you you know feel euphoric and you have body trips and but (laughs) you know you also get oh my favorite memory memory loss loss. (laughs) disorientation (laughs) sedation and amnesia which is similar to yeah which is memory loss, but in probably a longer term. And the dangerous part is... You lose capabilities. It's sometimes used to facilitate sexual assault, a.k.a. date rape. Yeah. So, so you know, be really careful. <sighs> ask people when, when you're at parties. Ask them what their play style or preference. I mean... Typically, don't take drugs from anybody who's just handing it to you. That's the first well, rule. Yes. And if you don't want to play with anyone that takes drugs, I, I don't know. How, how have we... We haven't come up with a question on how to ask people that. You can't just say, do you take drugs? Because it's kind of personal. Well, you, you could know? say, do you play sober? Oh, that's better. We should use that. And then it, it at least opens the conversation to well we drink or we drink mm-hmm. socially or we like a few cocktails or right. a nice glass of wine right right or three bumps of cocaine off a hooker's ass i don't know <laughs> just is that from a movie yeah ah <laughs> uh, it's hard to the... get that expensed anymore the 90s <laughs> ruined all of us so, so that's a really good question, and we're going to incorporate that into our style because, you know, like I said, the molly, the ketamine, it is fairly frequent in the lifestyle, and honestly, I'm just getting tired of not being memorable, and it's pissing me off. Yeah, you are quite memorable to have sex with. I am quite memorable to have sex with. Yes, you are. And, you know... They need to remember this shit. Absolutely. <laughs> this is a special treat. <laughs> right. And you shouldn't need to have drugs to have sex with us. I mean, I we're not like... Trolls. Trolls. Yeah. I mean, the hump on my back is going <laughs> down. It shouldn't shouldn't be that Should distracting. Doctor Pimple Popper, look at that. We jest. <laughs> All right. So in closing... It, this this covers our encounter with drugs and the lifestyle. Remember to stay true to your own desires and experiences and never let anyone pressure you into something you don't want to do. 
We personally have not experienced any pressure to partake in mood enhancers anytime we play with others. And the swingers in our area are some of the most genuine, kind, and enjoyable people. So, thank you for getting down to the naked truth with us, and please stay safe. Before you turn off our podcast, take care of all the vanilla things pulling you away, please reach out and give us a review. I know, mashing a star is so much easier, but a review is so much better for sharing your love of what we're doing with others. We would appreciate it. If you want to share a personal story, ask us questions, or share your comments, please contact us at swingeruniversity at gmail.com or on Twitter at SwingerUPodcast. Have you heard? SDC is more than just a dating site. They have expert contributors and educators like us and from all around the world to guide you in everything from how to talk to your partner about swinging and the different kinds of open relationships. You can also find out what you need to know before opening up your relationship, common swinger conflicts, and how to resolve them. Have you ever wanted to know what a swingers club is like? How to meet other swingers? Find a unicorn? Be a hot wife? Well, you can find all that information as well and much, much more. Check out SDC by clicking the link in the show notes and get your free seven-day membership.